0: Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs post game show presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk free bets up to two thousand bucks. Luke Stuckmeyer and Cody Delmendo. After the Cubs lose to the Diamondbacks four to three to start that series out in Arizona, um, you know this was coming off two out of three against the Padres. Cody and you. Everybody's staying up late on a Friday night. You're trying to find <sighs> Apple Watch. You're figuring everything out. The Cubs score three runs, they take a lead, everything's feeling good, and then they blow it.
1: Uh <laughs> there's a whole lot of what I don't even I don't even know how to feel about this one. I am if anything, I'm just mad that Zach Davies gets a win. Like he actually gets credited a win for this game. <laughs> win and over the that, Cubs. And that's stupid and dumb. And honestly, just Sounds about right for the 2022 Cubs to this point, so whatever. I, uh, <laughs> The Cubs had a really good shot to at least tie the game in the eighth, uh, and then you, you felt good going into the ninth with Melanson, who had struggled, and, of course, with him struggling, the Cubs come to town just in time for him to get right yeah. uh, because, again, that is the 2022 Cubs, so that's about as negative as I'll get on the show tonight, but, I mean, <laughs> like that's <laughs> – uh I you just watch this this team tonight and you're like this the Cubs you, you at the end of it you you kinda think like, Man, if you had a major league defense out there, you probably at least are tied in the ninth inning. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. I mean it's hard to blame Vargas and VR for everything, but their defense in that third inning, I think, really I mean, it really hurt the Cubs. You know, they jump out to a three nothing lead, and you feeling good. Smiley was pretty good those first two innings, and uh, it wasn't all their fault. There was definitely some hard contact in there, and uh, you know, the Diamondbacks came back. and It's just like, just when you feel like you you might get a comfortable one, right? It's, it's, it's like, no, <laughs> we're the twenty twenty two Cubs. We we make everything hard, so. Uh, yeah, it's just – it sucks. It is what it is, but at the same time, like, if you want me to spin zone it, like, you know, they played pretty well for what they have Uh, going up against a team that's been playing really well right now. So, you know, you just need to – obviously, they need to get healthy, and then, obviously, they need to start hitting when they – actually like, hitting c- consistently when they have runners in scoring positions. So. I mean, we talked about the defense thing before the game. We said, you know, that's one of the big
0: problems with – the Simmons injury, which we were kind of laughing about his signing early, you know, before the season, like it's not a big deal, but they do need a guy who's, you know, a solid glove and he's one of the best in baseball and he's still at Iowa Horner's hurt Madrigal's hurt. So like the whole, the whole system's broken down right now. And you had guys that aren't used to playing where they were playing and they did. And then I look at the lineup and, you know, half about halfway through the game, I was like, "Let's see how many hits do they have." And I, I think they ended up with maybe five in the game. But when you just the names alone, this is this is not against these guys like that. They're doing the best they can, and some of these guys are trying to make a major league roster, a major league team, even if it's not the Cubs moving forward. They're trying to make a career out of this.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: you go down, and other than like Contreras and Hap, like. It's Ortega, Wisdom, Rivas, Schwindel, Hay- Hayward, VR, Vargas. Like, there aren't a ton of names that strike total fear into another team right now, you know? Right. Um, have guys on that list had some success in the major leagues? Yeah, some guys have been pretty good. Like The
1: bottom of the lineup did tonight. They were the offense tonight. Right, like, and those
0: <laughs> two guys you wouldn't have said, like, those are who we're counting on going into this game, you know? Like, yeah,
1: no. Wisdom and, that, is- and that's kind of like the – if you want to find any positive out of it, is like Il Demaro Vargas hit a two-run triple. I mean, and, I,
0: it was a rope. It was a rope. Yeah. Too. Like he he smoked it, but like he
1: got you dope for it. He was nowhere close to that.
0: No, he wasn't. But I mean, you know, wisdom is still striking out way too much. You know, oh, yeah. and, and I don't do I want to see the Cubs just stop going to him? No, because there's nobody to go to at third base. You know, if, if Especially there's another right solution. <laughs> Like the Schwindel thing with Rivas, I, I'd, I'd have a, a different answer for you. Yeah. Um, but that's that's just the way it is. you, you got to ride it out for now because there is no other answer. So, you know, it, it's difficult to watch, though. He's struggling. Um, they get to that spot in the game, and it's like, God, they load up the bases, and you're hoping that Rivas can come through with it. And I saw you tweet it, too. I don't want to – normally I'd say, hey, take one for the team. But that was up and in. And you can't. You just got to get out of the way. You know, if it was, yeah. if it was six inches lower, and it was towards the, you know, the back of his shoulder, maybe I'd say kind of slowly turn and take one for the team. But
1: <laughs> he could have done the old. Uh, who was it that used to do that? I feel like I was. It was he played for the Cardinals, Fernando Vina. Didn't he always like lean into him? I thought yeah, he was kind of known for like, leaning into it's him. Like
0: the reverse Floyd Mayweather, who just yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but again, back. this
1: was I, I don't know how fast it was. It was definitely a fastball up and in. And it was like, man, I kind of wish it hit him, but I'm also glad it didn't. So, yeah, it's just up, and, and then the thing is, is like, you, you wanted, he was the one guy that you were like, yes, I want him up in this position. So, yeah, you know, you, I guess in a way you give Ian Kennedy some credit, but like, I just, I was frustrated because, like, he, he, you know, the Cubs get a gift with an error, and then right. he walks two guys, and you're like, the door is open, like, take, like, do something with it here, and you know, he hits a lazy fly ball out to center, and it's just like, man, just like anticlimactic. Wasn't even like a hard hit ball. It wasn't like Schwindel almost hitting the grand slam no. the other day. Like it was just very whatever. Like. And that's just how that that's baseball, right? I'm, I'm I've been being told that the last couple of weeks is that's baseball every time uh you know someone hits a hard ball right into a glove. But this time it was, you know, he got out of it. He did his job, but again, I I in this lineup right now Rivas, it's either Rivas Hap, or Contreras is who is who I want at the plate in these certain situations and you know, and he just Shwindel. didn't come through. Yeah, Schwindel. I mean
0: right. two hits, you know? Yeah, that's two positive. Hits. That's a David it's, Snyder saying that on the chat and he's right.
1: Yeah, it's wild because I mean, I don't know what it like if the the whole like he was gonna go to Iowa thing like woke him up or or yeah. something or maybe it's the fact that they're out West so it was warmer compared to last week in Chicago. Like well, I I don't know. <laughs>
0: we, we've heard in the broadcast he's been doing a lot of extra work before the game, you know, just trying to push the ball to the opposite field, like worrying about nothing other than trying to flick the ball in into right field and see if that works and see if he can get right. that going um, and, you know, and kind of build off of that. And I don't know, maybe, maybe that's working. Maybe I'll be, I hope for him it's all the hard work paying off and that it, he'll, he'll be able to turn it around here. Cause you know, he's one of the guys everybody's rooting for.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and, and you know, he, the way I think of it, like with Schwindel, especially if the Cubs do plan to, compete next season more so is like if he if he can prove that he can produce for a full season, then like it's just another piece going into next year after he proves that he has a good year this year. And that doesn't mean he's going to be your starting first baseman. Right. But maybe he could be your DH and or maybe he could just be a guy off the bench. I don't know. Like there's so much that goes through, like so many people will sit in the chat or they're on Twitter, my mentions or the CHGO Cubs account mentions. And they're like, there's just no one here. That's part of the future. It's like, no, that's what the season's all about. And even that matters for even guys like Frank Schwindel and Patrick wisdom, who, even though they're not 24, you know, they, they, they showed value last year for a reason. It's not like they just did what they did for no reason at all, or, or because of luck or anything. These are major league baseball players. Right. So like if you if they can prove they can do it for a whole year, that benefits the Cubs. Like, and that means something. So I know it it's not it it doesn't mean something like if Caleb Killian comes up and, and shoves right away. It's not like that. Or if Brennan Davis comes up and you know proves that he's the center fielder of the future. It's it's not like that, but it there are little things to it. So um yeah, no, it's nice to see. You know, he's gotten well. He's got a two-game hit streak now, and yeah. tonight his first two-hit game since like April twenty-fourth. I think they said on the broadcast. Yeah, so, right. yeah, I mean, it's it, it's. I'm just, you know, not only am I rooting, rooting for him because he's just a cool dude, but like it does matter for the Cubs' future, even for him, even though he is like thirty. So, um, yeah, it, you know that if, if there's a positive, he's definitely one of them tonight.
0: I, I see um, drive secure 247 on there saying Cubs have too many four a guys. I don't, you know, I'm not going to say I disagree with you that, that very well may be the case when the season's over. Um, you know, some of these guys might make it. We don't know, but like that it is what this season's going to be like. That's, that's just yeah. the case. And, and on the flip side of that, you can say, well, they only had five hits. They had, three runs in the third inning, and then they had seven innings of pretty much nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? That's, so did the team last year before they traded everybody away. That yeah. That's not an uncommon theme. Like, it, it happens in baseball. It's just – I understand what he's saying, though. You, you look at that lineup, like I said earlier, and you don't see a bunch of names that strike fear into the other team's heart. So yeah. it, it was just a tough game to watch. To score the three runs early and then nothing the rest of the game, Was just, you know, it It
1: also doesn't help when you score through those three runs and then give them right back. Right. Right away. You know, the shutdown inning is a real thing. It really does keep the momentum for your team going into that next inning after you score. So, you know, when if you don't get the shutdown inning after you score, it just really just is a real momentum breaker. And, you, you know, coming off the winning the series in San Diego and that huge win in the off day to score those three runs you had you had to be feeling really good and then to go and just give them right back is just brutal but yeah. at the same time like again they lost four to three just couldn't get the offense going the rest of the game and again the three runs we score because of Ildemar Vargas Jason Hayward and Jonathan VR's bunt like
0: well, what a great I mean. part by the way I mean, <laughs> Yeah. Of, like, that was right. a pretty good one.
1: <laughs> Yeah, and um, Hayward hit it to, like, the deepest bar, part of the ballpark. He had been hitting the ball hard of recent. Like, he had an almost homer in San Diego. Um, you know, I know a lot of his hard hits, like, hard contact is a lot of ground balls. But he had been hitting some line drives right into gloves of least, of recent. So, he was due for something like that. So, I wasn't really too surprised to see it. Obviously, right. would love to get more. But you take, you, you take any offense that that guy gives you at this point in his career. Uh, agree with
0: that um our our who you got contest wasn't a great one tonight we did our who you got picks uh well at least Wilson got you know uh an error somebody booted a ball for him so he got on base there um Rivas wasn't great for me I, I still say we should get a point though because the interview with Luis Gonzalez which we never knew was coming and we you know Ryan picked uh, from Las Vegas. He picked Luis Gonzalez in this game. Little did he know he'd do like a 15-minute interview during the game from the outfield. Uh, I, like, hope,
1: I hope Ryan watches the show tomorrow and realizes that we just like gave him Luis Gonzalez and then he yeah. does this. And he just we has no need idea. Get,
0: we each get a point for tonight because that interview was so unbelievably long and all I could see in my chat was everybody saying, that's Luis Gonzalez? Like – yeah, he's got he's got triplets at home. He, the guy's worn down, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He I looked when they like cameraed into him. I was like, that's Luis Gonzalez. Like, obviously, when I think of Luis Gonzalez, all I think about is that game winning hit in the 2001 World Series. And obviously, that was like 20 years ago. But still, like. Luke, you should feel very, very good about yourself, man. <laughs> like you've aged very well. And yeah, Luis well, Gonzalez has not, man. <laughs> yeah, and
0: he's he's probably living a real easy life at this point, too, despite the fact that yeah. he has triplets. He I don't know has. how
1: old he is, but yeah. like he has to be he's definitely older than you, but like uh I don't know, man. Oh, like yeah, I'm gonna Google it here while we're we t- while we're talking. I'm
0: gonna Google how old is <laughs> Luis Gonzalez. Um what did, what do you think of Drew Smiley? I mean, at least he got at least he gave got him length innings.
1: Yeah, I mean, he gave him length the fourth run. I mean they gave him a wild pitch for that. So I guess you can blame him for that. Um, But, you know, I guess if you want me to be negative about it, it's like, well, you, if you look at the, you look at the batting averages or the OPSs of the diamondbacks lineup, like there's no one there. That's also scaring you. Maybe you could tell Marte scares me. He's a guy that I definitely knew about coming into the series. And then he had three hits tonight. And uh, two, the first two hits he had were two doubles that, helped the diamondback score. So or one of them helped the diamondback score. But uh, you know, I thought after the I thought after the third inning he really settled in and honestly really surprised me. I thought they should have taken him out going like going into that third time through the lineup yeah. and when he was gonna have to face Marte again. Um the third time he faced Marte, he hit like a bloop single up the middle <laughs> on like a half swing or something like that, I think. Um but you know, I mean, again, this diamondbacks lineup, it's not oh, they've as, been bad it, this
0: season. As, as far it's as the, the lineup offense that's helping yeah. them win, it's the pitching, yeah, you know. It's the
1: pitching. The lineup, it there's no no one on is honestly no one there that really scares you. I wouldn't say it's like the Cubs level, but no one it really doesn't right. scare you, especially when you look at the numbers. And so you get again. Drew Smiley went and did what he had to do to keep the Cubs in the game. And that's honestly all you can ask. I mean, for the rotation that the Cubs have, like, if you get someone to give you six innings, you're you're crowning them like one of the best pitchers in the in the Cubs rotation right now. So if we if the Cubs can get more outings like this, like you know, five, six innings, like I was thinking, you know, maybe he was gonna after he got they he allowed the second hit in that fifth inning. I thought they were going I thought Ross was going to take him out and he didn't and he ended up striking out whoever was batting lead off for the Diamondbacks tonight um to to get out of it. I think that's what happened. What? And so, you know, I thought he was again, despite the full runs, I thought he was he was serviceable. He was he was exactly what his role on a on a baseball team is, like just keeping yeah. team in the game, right?
0: Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't an awful outing. As for the four runs, I would say I just don't know how many times this offense will be able to match four runs. Right. You know, like if you had yeah. a great offense, I'd be like, sure, four runs. But there's such a small margin of error for this team because of the way it's built that four runs is a lot. You know, I'm not saying it was a bad outing. Agreed. Like that's that's not a terrible mm. outing for a major league pitcher. Um, it's it's tough for this offense to overcome four runs. And I think it's tough for Drew Smiley to overcome some of the defensive mistakes um, yes. that were behind him. So, like, you add those two things up and it it's mm-hmm. it's a loss to most teams. I, I just think right. that it, at least a good team in Major League Baseball, and, you know, like they were saying in the broadcast, the Rockies, I think we're losing today. But they'd be the only team not over 500 in division and they'd be 500. So yeah. Arizona is a good team. I do see David Snyder here saying, uh, waiting for the day Ross finally gives up on having Ortega leading off for the love of God, anybody but him except for Hayward.
1: <laughs> We've, I've mentioned who this else before. It is. You know, it, yeah, it, it's exactly. the
0: running, it's the running Cubs joke for a better part of a decade minus Dexter Fowler. Like who's batting lead off for the Cubs. I have no idea. Like, Yeah. With well, not running through the door, <laughs> like you know, you've only been asking for him for a decade.
1: At this point, with Nico and Suzuki out, the Cubs are very, very thin. Like,
0: yeah,
1: like you, like there was someone in our mentions tonight on Twitter yelling about Hayward or whatever, and it's like
0: he hit it hard.
1: yeah, thing. and then also, like, have you like Yan Gomes is like the only one on the bench, basically. Right. Right now, like they they have no one because those two guys being out and Simmons still in Triple A, like and Ortega's leading off. I said this on the last show. It was either the last show or the show before. Guy, the guy has somewhere between a ten and twelve percent walk rate. Like that is why he's leading off. Right, he works in a bat and he always because his
0: batting average is like two hundred.
1: Yeah, he he will he will work in a bat and like if it was up to me. And the Cubs, this Cubs team was healthy. I would bet Alfonso Rivas lead off, put Nico at five or six, Suzuki at second. Then you could put Contreras at third and then just move down from there. But they're not healthy right now. And that is what it is. So there's I mean, you really can't complain about the lineup. You can't really complain about, you know, the you know where guys are in the lineup you you can't complain that Hayward's in there like I mean just that's just how depleted they are at the current moment the fact that they lost four to three with this lineup is actually kind of impressive which is just so freaking sad honestly
0: yeah and we haven't we haven't talked a lot about it but I mean obviously Ian Hap's having a pretty good season uh he's he's doing a nice job in left field um but Frazier's been out a long time, you know, Clint Frazier. Oh, yeah. and Clint Frazier th- that's yeah. a guy we wanted to see, and that's a guy who does provide some pop potentially if he uh can live up to his billing or or find, you know, maybe the change of scenery is mm-hmm. good for him. And so we kind of had – we at least put the bar high for what he could do. You know what I mean? Like you his know. ceiling is high if he can get there. If he can um, play
1: – if he can be healthy and if, – If he can be healthy. About, now, yeah. with
0: hap. With Hap playing well, I would assume that means he's more likely a lot of DH time. But, like, I would at least like to see his bat um, get back into this lineup and and show you something. You know, that's – again, he's another guy that's got a question mark, but most of the guys on the team coming in this season, other than Contreras, had some sort of question mark um, next to their name. One other thing I, I thought of, too, was that, like, you know, as far as the pitching staff goes, not that Smiley's not a guy, but you you, know, you keep shrinking the pitching staff. Like you get Miley back, and Stroman goes out, and now he's been out for a while with what we're thinking is probably COVID. COVID yeah, you know, and and I we saw think. <laughs> right, right. Like we we saw that uh, the Guardians had to cancel their game or postpone their game this week because of it. Uh, Lucas Giolito was. Um, I guess came down with it or was exposed to it. So he was out and um, you know, I, want, I hope that that like the the Cubs can't afford for that to spread around the clubhouse, obviously Mm -hmm. for a lot of reasons, but um, I mean, they're so banged up right now. If they didn't get, if, if, if it is COVID that Stroman has, if he wasn't isolated quick enough. Man, it could get really. I mean, if you think it's tough right now, let a case of COVID run around that clubhouse, and yeah. and you're going to have Iowa here basically. Like, yeah, I, I'm hoping that's not the case. It looks like they've done a nice job of of yeah. probably isolating it again. If that's indeed what he has, the Cubs have never said that, um, but we're starting to see it be a factor again in in around the majors this season for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't. I haven't looked ahead to see who starts tomorrow for the Cubs or even Sunday. Hendricks is
0: tomorrow and Sunday's supposed to be Miley, I believe. Okay. So it's not, not Stroman again. And and once he's out for a while, then will he have to build himself back up? Like, yeah, I don't know how long he's going to be out.
1: Just so disappointing because he had such a great start in Milwaukee and you thought he was going to, you know, you thought it was going to lead to more starts at, I mean, we don't really know what he's been up to. Is he if, if if it even is COVID? I mean, I right they haven't pointed, they haven't panned the camera to him in the dugout. So I'm assuming he's not even with the team. Like it it is it is very, you know, unfortunate, you know, because again, he's just another guy who eats innings and put your team in position to win. So, you know, uh, I, I guess we just got to wait and see for that. But I mean, I, I do think in the short term, the position players that are hurt are definitely the biggest, the biggest loss for this Cubs team. Cause at yeah. least the Cubs got Wade Miley back. And then if you're getting six innings out of drew Smiley, you're feeling good about him going into his next start. And, and the schedule is getting easier. It's not like they're going to be playing the Dodgers <laughs> again, anytime soon. So, you know, they can work around some things. Justin Steele, pitched pretty well on Sunday night baseball against the Dodgers. And um, the stat, the box score doesn't exactly say that, but it, he, he was pretty good in my opinion. So I, I wouldn't say that the rotation is coming around or anything, but I think they can get by more so than what <laughs> this lineup is right now. Like, I mean, really, really missing Nico, really missing Suzuki's just the threat that he has provided. Big time. Uh, and like you're missing the defense from Nico, you're missing like I mean he just hit he's been hitting rockets all across the diamond, like it's just so it just sucks so much, so much especially for Nico because it's not even like it was his own cause of the injury. I mean he ran into it, collided with an umpire. It's just, yeah, I mean it, so how unlucky is that? Like just, <laughs> it's the twenty twenty two Cubs at this I point, mean, man? It's just like like how many how many more stories are going to have to deal with this because it's like we're like you like you you've been saying how everyone else has been saying like it's all about finding the answers for next, like the future and all this if if there are answers right right um, i mean if there have been look at the bullpen again tonight yeah bullpen tonight Gaselman, chris martin got a huge out in the 8th inning to keep it 4 to 3 and uh connor menes who was just called up recently, played for the okay. Giants for a couple of years. Just called, called up from Triple A. Like he, you know, he was very solid in his Cubs debut. So, yeah, the bullpen was real solid again tonight. Um, so it's just like we get some offense, like if they could find a way to get some consistent offense going, like who knows? They could just go through the stretch of bad teams and I don't know find their way, find themselves on the outside looking into like a 500 record. If they were to get, you know, just some consistency going. I I honestly feel like that. It doesn't feel like that because they're what 11 and 20 now. And the offense looks like this with this lineup and you don't know what you're getting out of the pitching. But again, if they could get a little bit healthier and get some guys back, things do look a little bit better at least, but Again, for the future wise, yeah, you're you, you need these guys to get back just to keep proving that they belong with the roster moving forward and stuff like that. So I feel like
0: yeah. the when the, when it's all said and done, and you know, we're a long ways away, but I feel like when we're all said and done, that the slogan for the 2022 Cubs may be if you know, like we, we could say if about so many, we could say it about individual players, we could say it about free agency we could say it about if they spent more money we could say if they had kept this guy we could say if Mm. they didn't trade that guy we could say you know I mean we could go on and on like there's there's so many ways this team could have gone this season um but when you have that many questions um the most likely direction for your team to go is struggling and you know I like the way they played against the Padres now I hope they can respond and get the next two games against Arizona and then this game won't feel that way, you know?
1: Yeah, that's an optimistic way to look at it.
0: Davies. Like we've seen Zach Davies. He's a beatable pitcher.
1: And third in that third inning, Zach Davies reminded me of why I was glad he wasn't a cub anymore. Like he gave up all that hard contact. And like, you know, to go back to Patrick Wisdom, I mean, right struck out three times tonight. And like two or three I I think two of the three were from Zach Davies. And I just, I don't know, man. Like he's the one I, like I, you can, you can I give him credit for the walk. I give him credit for the last walk. He did get the walk. Yeah. And like that, like those types of things bring me back. And it like, it's like that guy could be a really good depth piece on a really good baseball team. He could be, cause he's really good defensively and he has obviously has insane power but he just strikes out so much and it doesn't matter what type of pitcher it is because he can't hit the high fastball consistently. And then you throw a soft tossing guy in there and he can't hit him either. (laughs) So I just like, you know, I know, I know there's a reason that despite being a first round pick that he was traded multiple times and he didn't make his major league debut until he was 29 years old. I know there's a reason but you're still a first round talent for a reason and there has to be a happy medium that you can get out of him like if he's going to strike out a ton then we need we need him to walk more you know or we right. need him to i don't know just But he's like, one
0: of the few guys on the team with power so it's like i don't <laughs> really I, we can't afford for him to just be walking like that's true you know it's I, like he's he's got to drive the ball and he's got to yeah. find a way to cut down He's not, he's not going to be around forever if he doesn't cut yeah. down those strikeouts. Like He might he's have enough, one more chance after this because I think there is a spot for a guy like Patrick Wisdom on some team's bench mm-hmm. with that kind of power for a pinch hitter or a backup, but um, not as an everyday player if you continue to strike out that much. And, and yeah. it's not telling him anything. He certainly knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhonda says choke up on the bat. You know, the old – Little league thing, Rizzo used to really choke up like, on the bat with two strikes. Um,
1: yeah,
0: hey, all I can say is the Cubs were up three to nothing and they lost that lead instantly, four to three. We should have known that they were going to lose to Zach Davies because it's Friday the 13th.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, I so do love that stuff. I tweeted from the CHGO Cubs account and I was like, What was your favorite part of the three run lead? <laughs> and some girl. I retweeted it from the account cause it was my favorite one. Cause it was so funny, but she was like, she quote tweeted and was like the friends we made along the way. I mean, this lead <laughs> lasted for like five minutes. I was just like, yes, this is, this is the humor we need tonight. So, um, I was appreciative to see Cubs fans having fun with that one because we see, obviously see a lot of negative pissed off people these days. And, and I get it. This team is not good right now. And, uh, you know, we deserve better as fans and me and you deserve better to a better team to talk about. Let's be real. Um, but that was just a, a, a good, funny moment on social media for us. So, um, yeah, no. Go ahead.
0: I was going to say, speaking of social, did you see the um, CHGO underscore sports sports Twitter account like our main Twitter account uh, mm. had the thing about Friday the 13th with Turk Wendell? Former yes. Cubs pitcher. It's a <laughs> yeah. good it's a good thread if you're looking for one to go back and find something about Friday the 13th. He used to wear number 13. He was a super quirky pitcher for the Cubs um, in in the 90s. And he would he would he wouldn't just jump over the third baseline when he would go to the Cubs dugout. He would like leap into the air like with one leg up higher than the, like he was Michael Jordan going up for a layup or, or something <laughs> like that, you know, like yeah. he, he would jump over it. He would brush his teeth in between innings in the, in the dugout. And they used to, the old Cubs dugout before the renovation used to have right behind the dugout down this tiny hallway, like an arm's length away. was like a tiny urinal and a, and a little miniature sink, like one that you would never want to ever have to use in your lifetime. <laughs> like in, any I of it. I can only imagine. So the fact yeah. that he brushed his teeth over there in between innings. Yikes. He was he was a really, really quirky guy. Uh, and he used to just pound like <laughs> piles of licorice into his mouth. So the, the thread really? goes through each of the things that he does. And the one of the funnier parts was for the brushing of the teeth, I got a text tonight about the thread, and my buddy Dave is like, "Hey, you know that's my buddy and that's holding the 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 meter in the outfield." I'm like, "What?" He's like, "He didn't even know that picture existed. Like this picture is, you know, 25 years old at least, 26 yeah. years old, something like that." And he's holding up the meter. The guy wanted to know where we got the picture, so I have, I have to look into that for him. But uh,
1: interesting, yeah, so
0: random. But do I will. Do you have any superstitions or did
1: you ever? Um, I mean I, when I played, I only played until what eighth grade. I really yeah. I, I, I learned very quickly that I was not good at baseball. So did I. Uh I don't think there was anything I did when I played. I was honestly, obviously the game's such a mental sport. I, I remember in practice, I would always like I could field easily, but like anytime that you put me in game situation. I just I look like Guillermo Vargas playing shortstop. Uh so um <laughs> but yeah, no I I don't I don't really have any superstitions I don't think no. Did
0: you buy the uh curse of the Billy Goat? I, <laughs> no. I almost I, I don't know if I've ever run into a fan that was like, "Yeah, the curse of the Billy Goat. That was a real thing, man." Like I mean, I know it's I, easy to say since they've won the World Series. I just don't know anybody right. that actually
1: believed that. It's not that I ever actually believed it. It was just always something that's – honestly, it was, it was more of just something that's always been thrown at me is just like to make yeah. fun of the Cubs, you know? That and Bartman. like, <laughs> There's all right. kinds of things that have been thrown at me for being a Cubs fan my entire life. So, I mean, the GOAT thing, uh, you know, it's an interesting story, that's for sure. I mean, the right. fact that it, yeah. that it made its way all the way up until – you know, from the 40s all the way up until the, the next century is – kind of insane but you know i never i just remember during the world series game seven i sat in the same spot the entire time and like i didn't even get on my phone i I don't think I, well, you I mean, are
0: superstitious i may
1: have like tweeted once or twice but then like but was just done like especially as we got later into the game like i just I just watched the game. I just didn't want to like do anything (laughs) that was going to like, I don't know. Like I, I just sat there and every time they scored, I would jump up and, you know, celebrate and scream and run around my living room. But like, you know, as soon as I got that out of my system, I'd sit down and just, you know, try and just not mess with the game (laughs) you know But you didn't
0: didn't wear like the same shirt for every game that they won, or anything like that no i will say
1: i will say in the 15 in the 15 playoffs that included the wild card game i think i just didn't tweet at all during the games i like turned my phone off for every game i watched during the playoffs in 15 and so i felt like that had a part in them going to the nlcs but you know but that's probably the most superstitious i ever been as a Cubs fan it was probably in the 15 playoffs because it was just, you know, as we all know, just one of the more insane, fun years that they've ever given What about given saying
0: no-hitter uh perfect game? Like, oh, somebody's uh, so-and-so's got a no-hitter going. I think that's the dumbest thing yeah. in all of baseball fandom. Like, people are like, you ruined it. Yeah, Like, if, like if whoever, Len Casper, Boog, mm. whoever it might be. Like, for them not to say stay- be- – it's there's become so going on is insane. That's
1: their job, yeah, right? It's becomes more normalized where people are saying it. So I don't think anyone, I feel like people, Oh no, there's always,
0: there's always some crazy person that is just, Oh,
1: for sure. But I definitely, that's the
0: reason there was a hit.
1: I definitely feel like it's become more normalized now though, where it's like, like more and more, bro- I hear more and more broadcasters saying that it's going to happen or, or that, that, it is happening earlier. and, You know, I don't know if it's effective. Like, obviously, it's effective, but like, I don't know. I just, I don't feel like anyone cares too much anymore. The amount of times the MLB, the MLB Twitter account tweets that there's a no hitter going, and then it actually happens. They don't care if they ruin it, right? You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, they're like, they like let people know that it's happening, and then, right? You know, we see if it happens or it doesn't. Like, I that's kind of like my point with social media and everything. It's kind of become like a little normalized to me. So I don't know, maybe some people might think differently. All right. How did did your bets do tonight? I did actually very well. The Yankees covered. I had Jason Hayward, two plus total bases. He got that double and was like, that was the easiest bet ever. (laughs) So I had a decent night. New Um, pair of Jordans next week. Oh, don't, don't let my girlfriend hear that. She, I told her I'd stop buying shoes for a while. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh the best well, last you sport. bought
0: that scooter now come on oh man. yeah
1: yeah yeah especially now that i bought that scooter uh which i'm gonna go ride tomorrow it's gonna be a perfect uh spring, summer day here in Chicago for at yeah, least supposed a to be little nice. bit. Yeah. So anyway, I made all those bets on Bet. And the best way to support CHGO is to download the Points Bet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com and we'll help you. Remember that PointsBet is your home for live in-game betting. They even have a new exclusive feature, live NBA same-game parlay. For the first time ever, build the perfect live same-game parlay only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. You can even boost your live same-game parlays. And now online signup is available in Illinois. You can actually download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. Guys, we we had. I learned so much tonight. You know, Luke managed to get onto Apple TV Plus or Apple TV and watch. I already Dubs. had it. I didn't. I just didn't he, know I had it. He had it. Apparently, he he figured that out, and he has also figured out how to use points bet. So again, if Luke can do all that, man, all of you can do it as well. So signing up with the fastest sports book is now easier than ever. So you can start living your bet life in seconds. Use code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. So what are you waiting for once the game starts? Don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
0: CHGO, doesn't matter what time of night, we're doing these post-game podcasts for you. Post-game podcast, pre-game podcast. We've got uh, podcasts during the week. Every team that you follow every day, premium written content for the members at allchgo.com. Hope you're... Enjoying that, um, Ryan Herrera, uh, Jared Willis, writing some great stuff for you on your Cubs content. We got dope merch for all the teams. Oh, Cody, by the way, I don't know if you can see it.
1: Huh? Oh, Stucky's wearing his, his swag. swag. Got you swag. got the dope merch finally. The dope
0: merch on, finally arrived at my house. I was one of Good. the last to receive it. Uh, you do get a free shirt when you become a member, so make sure you yeah. sign up, and there's the members-only Discord, the CHGO Lounge. Uh, David Snyder says on the chat, by the way, he believed in the GOAT, especially after Bartman held the curse lasted a long, long time. Yeah, man.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I get it. why people were, especially Cubs fans, I get why they're superstitious for sure. I just, I don't know. I just, to me, what being a Cubs fan's always been about, especially before 16, was just they're always the underdog. And I just love right. a good underdog story, right? Like, yeah. that's, that's why I was always a fan and whatever. It, I get why some, why a lot of people were, you know, when to blame the goat or, you know, blame Bartman, whatever, man. Like it is what it is. A lot of people will take it a little overboard and it makes us all look bad, but whatever it is, what it is. Uh, no boog, no JD tonight. As you
0: mentioned,
1: uh, during
0: Apple TV, <laughs> I forgot that I had Ted Lasso and that Ted Lasso was Apple plus, which yeah. is the whole reason I got it. So at some point, <laughs> I did go through the whole process of getting the app and signing up for the thing. And, and so I had it <laughs> other than that, I won't say too much about the, I I'll it's, be, it's I, a little, it's sensitive. I don't, I, I hate when people just rip on a broadcast when they have no idea what would be going on behind the scenes. Like there was, yeah. there, for instance, there was an, an audio part where they cut to the person in studio and she was giving the scores and highlights they were going through and clearly the audio was way off Mm -hmm. and you know, people would jump all over, probably and say, Oh, she's the worst. This and that. Well, the audio person could be wrong. Her mic might've run out of battery. Maybe she just forgot to turn on the mic. I mean, a thousand things could have happened for sure. And only a quarter of them might be her fault. So (laughs) um, I will say the picture was super sharp. Like it seems sharper than most baseball games I see. I don't know how or why that was the case but i will say that the the video picture of it was sharp and i did like the home plate angle from like behind the pitcher uh it seemed wider than normal it seemed like you saw more of the first base line and third base line with the pitcher the catcher the umpire and the batter all in the, in the picture and i for some reason it seemed like a slightly wider view of that mm-hmm. um i like that um other than that, I, I whatever.
1: Yeah, I uh, okay. So I don't know if they did introduce. Well, maybe they did introduce themselves, but like didn't show their faces. Right. Yeah. But like, I did not know who any of them were except for Katie Nolan for like the first three or four innings. I did not realize that Cliff Floyd was in there, and it's like, oh, he's been on Marquee before. Like That's the only least, voice
0: I recognized was Cliff Floyd. Well, I, I, I I had no idea that Katie was Nolan, Cliff, Floyd. but I forgot.
1: Yeah, I mean, I knew there were two dudes and and Katie Nolan in there, but like, I I I had no idea it was it was that was him. So again, that might be my fault. That might be their fault, where they just like right. didn't say who they were. I don't know. But yeah, the picture was sharp. I did like the on the field interviews. You know, they did the managers, and then they interviewed Luis Gonzalez. I know you thought that interview was kind of long. There were times when they were do when that they would do really the long. when they would do the like around the league highlights right. during the inning. Like that was kind of annoying. Cause it's like, okay, do like one, one game and then like bring the game back and maybe talk about the other games or something. That was kind we of annoying. Missed the
0: Contreras at bat. We missed his at bat the one time. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then like, there was a double play that the Cubs, like it was actually a pretty big double play. Cause it was like the eighth inning um, double play that they got. And they, like the, the picture was so small, you couldn't tell exactly what happened. So it was like they came back, there's two outs and there's no one on base. So you're like, OK, they got a double play somehow. Um, So, yeah, I mean, there's some things they could fix, but I did think it was good. I, you know, I'm I'm kind of with you. I don't like to completely put down a broadcast, um, even though I'm really not a big fan of ESPN Sunday Night Baseball, but I will say Friday Night Baseball on Apple TV Plus is more fun than ESPN Sunday Night Baseball. I will. I will give them that.
0: Um, I, I just, as far as an
1: overall thing, it's not necessarily
0: who was doing the broadcast for me or the audio or or the or the picture. To me, the idea of just blacking out a game uh, because someone paid a lot of money to try and take over the rights to that game, which I I understand that they paid you a lot of money to do it, but yeah. I don't get blacking out the game, at least in those markets. Like it's, it's available to everybody, but blacking out a local broadcast seems pointless. Like you're trying to grow the game. Like baseball's fan base is shrinking, Mm -hmm. you know, less and less kids are into baseball. So I get it. You're, you're trying to reach them potentially by streaming this. And you're like, okay, we stream it on Apple. And that that's, that's going to be the future. I understand that. But all the old people out there (laughs) Are like yeah, where's the, where the heck is my Cubs game at, and how do I see the Cubs tonight? And I don't, I don't get why it's that difficult to just broadcast it to both ways for that one night. Like you can still reach yeah. the new audience by putting it on Apple and and right. advertising that you're putting it on Apple, and yet still have the hometown call for all the fans that have watched you for decades mm-hmm. and done it one way, like. Mm-hmm. Those people, like like people that are 80 years old and are watching the Cubs game, the odds of them finding Apple TV tonight, it, not very good. <laughs> yeah, and,
1: yeah, and, yeah.
0: And they still wanted to watch the game, and they probably yeah. couldn't. There and were a that lot of people that I don't complaining understand. to us.
1: Yeah, there were and, a and lot of people complaining to us. Like that's to a baseball decision. It's not a Cubs decision. Right, and I and there were a few people I, I kind of told that to. I was like, this isn't the Cubs. This is the MLB, you know, just – this was their decision. I didn't go in depth on why, because right. like, there's it's more than 280 characters to just explain that. But <laughs> like a lot of people reply, like reply to our tweets and was like, I don't like this broadcast. And I keep like they're complaining about their stream interrupting and stuff. And it's like, okay, well, that's, that's on your internet more so than probably the the stream or Apple or whatever. But yeah, my I'm internet not,
0: broke up a little bit on a few times.
1: I'm not going to tell them that. So, yeah, it is what it is. So, yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot more, like, things with that. But, yeah, they're definitely trying to reach a, a younger audience. And they're trying to get, like you said, grow a game in a different way. I mean, in a way, like, I agree with you. But then also, like, how many of us would have just watched the marquee broadcast tonight if they would have played it on marquee? most of us most of yeah. us like but, i know, feel like me and you would have watched it on marquee you know right I mean? and
0: that's the problem is that they paid so much money to do this like they're like no we don't want anybody else to be able to see it any other way but yeah
1: i feel like you know. maybe after a year they should allow you to like like they should bring it or allow you to decide like if just to get like an i like for one year get an idea if people like it and then next year then give people the option you know what I mean? Like I, I'm not going to watch Apple TV, fri- uh, Friday night baseball next week when the pirates and the Cardinals play. Cause I right. could care less, but right. I will at least know now that like their broadcast is fun. Like they're it's good. Like I wouldn't say that the, that they're bad at what they're doing. And again, like we just said, the picture is sharp. Like I really like their in-game graphics, the, the probabilities in the, in the bottom right corners of the screen. Like that was good stuff. Like, like, I I like that so it's not that I think what they're doing is bad but yeah maybe like next year they're I feel like they need to give people the option
0: agreed um I see uh Ron is saying yes yeah, she had to listen to the game on on the radio and Rachel chiming in from uh London London so we know it's morning there you know <laughs> well it's morning here now too I believe
1: yeah
0: so she also uh, says
1: uh can't believe how difficult it is to watch your own team over there yeah Welcome to America where nothing is easy. I promise right? you. <laughs> um,
0: hey, by the way, no Anthony Rizzo in the lineup for the Yankees on the south side tonight. So Rizzo's in town. And we we did want to address quickly game one of the series where he did play. Um, but Rizzo had a, a, some pretty good quotes. Uh, one of them talking about Chicago um, when he was speaking with reporters before that series started. Uh, and it's it's to me, it's kind of a bummer, actually, that his first return back wasn't against the Cubs. Cause that would have been really cool. But he said, you know, it would have been a zoo. So mm-hmm. it was easier to do it on the South side um, coming back. But just talking about like the first thing that he thought of when he was getting into town on, on Thursday was noticing that Lake Michigan was calm. And the first thing that popped into his head was "Oh, the wind is blowing out at Wrigley, you know, like, yeah, that's a guy who's played a lot of games at Wrigley field. And then I saw his foundation And uh, some other Twitter accounts pointing out, I mean, this is one, if you can see it on our our live stream on YouTube.
1: On YouTube, yeah. Yeah,
0: he's showing showing that he did a picture several years later with a a kid who was a cancer patient. And now he's back in the Yankees uniform and the kid has a full head of hair and is healthy and doing great. (laughs) And he's ringing the bell because he did his last treatment. So, you know, I, I think... Um, the fact that he was booed on the South side, I understand it's the crosstown rival thing, but it's bothersome to me because he forget the baseball thing. You should at least know what he does in this community. And he's coming back to town as a member of the Yankees. And yet he's still reaching out to those kids and going to visit kids in a hospital uh, that had cancer because that's something he went through and is, is personal to him. It bothers me that, fans want to go out and boom you have every right to boo i just think that's a stupid thing to do um when he's not even playing for the team that you don't like
1: yeah uh we kind of talked about this in pregame and yeah. we can dive into it a little bit more now because we have more time but i you know i i sent a tweet out like after they lo- the Sox lost last night it was like you know when you, when you boo Anthony Rizzo, you kind of deserve 15 runs getting dumped on you. I don't care if Rizzo was only went one for five, but you had a triple in an RBI. And what I thought was funny was, like, all the Sox fans coming in to either troll or defend themselves were just pointing out that he went one for five. Like, whatever, like... They completely missed the point. Like that's like that's the thing. Like I don't care that he went one for five. What I care about is like what the guy's done in the community. And you're out here booing him. Like it's like he and it's not. He's not playing for the Cubs. He, you know, never said or did anything to like piss you guys off. Like there's no famous quote of him no. saying anything about the White Sox. It's not Chris Bryant when he it was taken out of context, but like when he said St. Louis was boring, like it's nothing like that. Like I don't like, I don't get really why anyone in the league would not like Anthony Rizzo Rizzo as a person. I get like, as far as like crosstown or whatever, but like if it was something like that, I just don't feel like there would have been as many booze. And from what I heard, I heard there were a lot of booze. And like, to me, that's just disappointing because it's like to me that just shows more little brother syndrome and like, that—that that is what it is. Like clip that, send it to all your Sox fans. I don't care. Like, <laughs> like seriously, like, because what, like, what did he do to you? Like your team is good. Your team is supposed to be a world series contender. That's what I've been told, even though you're 15 and 16 or whatever it is now, like, shouldn't you be caring about your team and whether or not you're going to make the playoffs this year instead of going out of your way to boo a former cub who is now a Yankee. Like, I don't know. It just, again, like, I just feel like it's very little brother. It, it's very something that we would see from our, our not so good friends in Milwaukee, like their fan base. Like I, it's just. Yeah. It's not Ryan Braun. He's, he's not uh, a steroid <laughs> user that was
0: cheating the game. I'll give you another example of, and they're a t- totally different players, but like, it's why I don't agree with, booing Jason Hayward Um, you know Cubs fans that are get, and this is so I'm I'm trying to be fair to both sides here like it's not all Sox fans that booed him I'm just Mm -hmm. saying think about what the guy is doing in your community and the same is true of you can be angry with Jason Hayward for the way he's playing or disappointed with Jason Hayward for the way he's playing but don't be mad at him for the money that he accepted from from a franchise that said, this is what you're worth. And he said, okay, I'll take that paycheck. Because A, we would all do that. Yeah. And, B, <laughs> and B, when you boo him, remember, he's when he's off that field, he's doing incredible things in our community, uh, trying to help out this city of Chicago. And, and yeah. that didn't stop during COVID. Um, he consistently has been good. And I'm not trying to defend the contract versus the performance you've had on the field or any of that. I'm just saying... You have a right to boo if you want to, but sometimes think about the booing before you do it.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and it, again, I think, you know, Hayward's situation is a lot different from Rizzo. Like yes. Rizzo is, he is beloved in the city, mainly on the North side and he will be forever a cub and he deserves a statue outside Wrigley field and statue right. right next to Fergie Jenkins one day. And all of that, Jason Hayward, not so much he deserves to perhaps be part of the organization once he retires for sure yeah Yeah, I wouldn't be mad about that right uh but you know I just think with Rizzo it's just different in terms of like what he's done in the community and just kind of like that. like there's no one there's no one out there who's ever like said this was a bad guy I don't know like Again, I think I said this in pregame. I would have got it if it was Javi Baez or, like, Wilson Contreras because those guys talk. Those guys show passion and emotion, and, like, that will rub the opposing team's fan base the wrong way. Like, there's right. a reason that I can't stand Yadi Molina. Like, the, like there, he's, he's one of those types of guys. Like, there's a reason that I don't like Ryan Braun. He was kind of one of those types of guys, you know, on top of the steroids thing and getting that guy fired. Um, but, like, you know... What like what did Rizzo ever do to no. like rub White Sox fans the wrong, wrong way? Is kind of like the thing that I just didn't understand and just thought it was kind of classless. So, uh, you know, if Sox fans want to come yell at me about that, fine. They've been yelling at me for like two weeks just because I tweet subtly about them whenever they're you know focusing on the Cubs when their team is fifteen and sixteen or whatever and really disappointing their fan base right now. With the way they're playing, so I'd be whatever. just as confused <laughs> if Cubs fans booed Mark Burley walking
0: into or the or Paul
1: Kernerko right? But Paul like, Kurnurko, it would make AJ Przinsky is like the one that you can I would always understand be like them that booing makes sense. AJ.
0: I would understand Cubs fans <laughs> Ozzie. booing Ozzy, <laughs> yeah. and Ozzy would probably love it if they booed yeah. him, and so would AJ. Um, right. But booing Burley or Knerko or you know whoever just doesn't seem to make sense to me. Yeah. So whatever, uh, that that's my two cents on that. You got Um, it out. (laughs) Hey, it's getting late. In fact, it's actually getting early. It's 1242 in the morning. This is early in London. Yeah, and it's even (laughs) earlier there. Uh, You want to start your day with a competitive edge? Well, Strava CBD Coffee is a game changer, and it's helped thousands of people improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious, fresh-roasted specialty coffee infused with organic broad-spectrum CBD. Now, CBD from hemp doesn't make you high or hungry, but it does offer real benefits. You'll feel alert and focused without the jitters. Live your day more balanced and with less anxiety and fewer aches and pains too. Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy a more restful sleep so you wake up feeling your best. Now, the best part is Strava is all about quality too. Everything is small batch, fresh and shipped straight to your door. Strava also offers concentrated full spectrum CBD for those looking for a more traditional CBD format with a powerful entourage, effective benefits. CHGO listeners can save 25% on their entire purchase. When they use the code CHGO25, that's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com. When you use the code CHGO25 at checkout, discount coupon valid on non-subscription purchases, only one use per customer. Now, if you already love Strava, subscribe and save with the Strava Coffee Club. You're in control. You save on your favorite coffees and have them automatically delivered to your home or office on your preferred schedule. That is Strava craft coffee.
1: Um Shout out our, to Ravi in the comments. He's was, just here every night. And we'll, he really and is. He'll, and he'll tell random weird stories, but he'll also like. You know he'll he'll send messages like he just sent this one. The Cubs got guys in the minors. Hoyer coming back in 23. They can get better. Like he'll he'll occasionally show that optimism. Most of the time it's pretty negative, but he'll occasionally show the he's the, booing the Brzezinski. Yeah, he's booing Brzezinski. Like I don't know whoever he is. Like I just enjoy his comments of or, all. Like it's always a mix, and I enjoy it. <laughs> anybody that's
0: up at quarter to one and isn't is in the chat right now after a four three loss on the road. Uh, we appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate yeah, you. seriously. Uh, all right, so game two of the series. Like I said, they can still win the series. Uh, mm-hmm. Go out and get the next two games, but it's not going to be easy, and you got a pretty good pitcher's duel coming up on Saturday. Uh, Kyle Hendricks against Zach Gallen. Uh, we know Hendricks was awesome in his last start. Almost went the distance, eight and two-thirds, um, and just a handful of hits. Uh, Was it three hits? I think three hits in that game. Three hits, yeah. Clearly his best outing in a long time. Yeah. Uh, And on the other side is Gallon, who has a .95 ERA, 26 strikeouts and four walks this year. So we talked about the Cubs offense only getting five hits in this game.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Boy, they better come with a a solid approach and uh, take batting practice before the game on Saturday because it doesn't look like it's going to be very easy.
1: Yeah. So what I know about Zach Gallon, I believe he was part of the jazz Chisholm trade, uh, jazz Chisholm now with Miami. It's one of those trades where both teams can be like, ah, yeah, it worked out for both of them. I, I think you can say at this point. Um, but yeah, Zach Gallon, uh, you know, that, like we said earlier, the Diamondbacks are succeeding based off their pitching. Um, gallon's got to have a bad one eventually so there's my spin zone is you know he's got to he's it's kind of like melanson tonight right he came in with a 675 era really yeah. been struggling blowing like four games well he he got right just in time when the cubs came to town well maybe we can reverse that tomorrow maybe gallon can give up three runs tomorrow and you know the cubs can sneak it sneak one out with Hendricks giving us seven innings. I don't know, but you could bet on that at points. Bet Cody, you, you if you can, want to, you can, you can. Uh, I, I'd
0: do it with your money, not mine. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I, uh, you know, it's it's gonna be it'll be a good pitching matchup. I'm, you know, I won't hold my, I won't, I won't bet on Hendricks going eight two thirds innings again. But we can, if he can give you six or seven, that at least probably will put the Cubs in position to win. Uh, he really succeeded last time just getting – he just had got so much soft contact. And he's facing a lineup now that's nowhere near the level of the Padres. So, I mean, if if you want to talk yourself into thinking he could go a complete game, maybe, you know, th- thinking that way might work. I mean, Ketel Marte right now is the only one up in that lineup that's kind of like, you know, scary right. in my opinion. So, may- maybe Hendricks can give us a, a close replica of what he did on Monday. I don't know, but – they'll definitely need a strong outing out of him for them to have a chance to win this game. And, you know, again, last year, this is kind of how it went. He struggled in April and he started to get together in May going into June. So, you know, we'll see if he can at least build off last the last performance.
0: Well, hopefully they can get two or at least one in this series. Uh, now, you won't be there Monday, right? You're not going to be here? You're off?
1: Yeah. Uh, so my birth was Monday the 16th. Yeah. Yeah. So my birthday is Tuesday, um, 17th. So you will Uh, be
0: there Tuesday.
1: I I'll I'll be at work Tuesday. So the reason that I took Monday off is, uh, my girlfriend's, uh, brother who lives in Texas, his birthday's like around the same date. I think it's Sunday or on Monday. It's either Sunday or Monday. Okay. But anyway, my girlfriend's parents just got a, handful of bleacher seats for all of us to go to the Cubs game Again, he hasn't gone to a game this year because he lives in Texas right so um we're kind of going for because he's coming back and also like our birthdays are like right near each other so um yeah Yeah. should be fun uh probably out in left field Monday night and hopefully the Cubs can beat the Pirates to for for him and for me
0: (laughs) wait Natalie our producer has a birthday too on the same date and Carlos Pena—is that what she's trying to say? I, I she's sending a private chat here. Now, I'm, now, everybody's got the same birthday. You guys are all of Tuesday.
1: Oh, nice! Yeah, and it's
0: like the Cubs had three birthdays. Now we got three coming up on Tuesday. <laughs> Boy, it's the birthday month. We're gonna have to. Yeah. See if we can get May birthdays
1: are the best. I love. Like I always tell people, having your birthday in May is. It's like perfect because it's not like it's not right after Christmas. And it's also like right as the especially here in the Midwest, the the weather is getting warmer. So you're able to do more. You know, if you have your birthday in like December or January, you probably right. spending your time yeah, inside. Yeah. So it'll be outside for my birthday. And uh, I, I mean, I'm t- turning 31. I don't really celebrate my birthday anymore. That's why I don't really mind coming in and doing the show with you guys and hanging out with you all on my birthday. So, uh, nice. yeah, so we'll see you on your off, birthday though. then. Yeah, you'll see me on Tuesday, and uh, I think Corey's coming in in my spot yep, on Corey Monday. Yep, Corey,
0: and uh,
1: possibly another
0: uh, guest. will have an announcement on that if that happens, Yeah, uh, but we will see. So enjoy the game. We'll see you on your birthday, and um, hopefully the Cubs can get one or two the rest of this weekend. Uh, yeah. And thanks to everybody out there who stayed up with us uh Early morning, 12.50 in the morning after the Cubs lose 4-3 to to the Arizona Diamondbacks. Thanks for listening to the CHGO Cubs Post Game show podcast. Uh, Corey and Brendan will be in on Sunday to have a recap of the whole series for you. I'll see you on Monday. Then Cody will be back on Tuesday. And until then, fly the W.